Hello, everybody. Welcome to Following Jesus with Christ Church. My name is Andrew Vandermoss, one of the pastors at Christ Church. And I'm Addison Hawkins, friend, colleague, and co-host with Andrew. Over the next 20 minutes or so, we hope to share some observations and some stories about following Jesus from our little perspective here at Christ Church in Grand Rapids. Hey friends, it's Addison here again, and I want to invite you to our upcoming event called the Labrie Way Conversations with Schaefer. This three-week online event is available to you for free. You don't have to know anything about Labrie. You don't have to know anything about Francis Schaefer. All you have to do is sign up. You'll get the lectures handed to you in an email, and you can then listen to them, come prepared for some discussion, and we'll talk about them. These lectures are so ripe for right now, when we're asking questions about how do we live? What do we do with our Christian faith? How does it impact our time during COVID. So why don't you pause this right now, go down to the show notes, click the link and sign up. I read a lot of books through seminary, but one book that I never read, and I'm not even positive that this book is written, is How to Plant a Church During a Pandemic. Well, with us today on the the podcast, we have two guys who are going to be a step closer to writing that book uh, whenever this pandemic time ends, and that is Ben Seneker and Dan Nolte. Uh, Both of them are church planters with the PCA. Ben Seneker is planting Grace Hill uh, out of Christ Church, and Dan Nolte is planting Faith Jenison, also with the Great Lakes Presbytery out of Covenant Pres. And we're just glad to have both of them here with us today. Dan, Ben, welcome. Thank you. Glad to be here. Good to be here, guys. I want to just take a minute and catch up with you. Uh, many, both of you are known, at least to the Christchurch community, a lot of the listeners of this podcast. But Dan, why don't you just reacquaint our listeners with who you are, your family, and what you're doing there in Jenison? Yeah, uh, my name is Dan Nalty. I'm the pastor of Faith Presbyterian Church in Jenison, Michigan, which is about 15 minutes west of Grand Rapids. Uh, I'm here with my wife. Uh, we've been married almost 20 years, and my boys that are 15 and 13, and we've planted Faith Presbyterian Church. We had our first uh, public worship service on September 1st, 2019. Uh, we've lived in Jenison for about six years, and so we're real familiar with the area, and after being here for a few years, we really had, have always had a call and a passion to plant a church. And so started that process. We were members at Covenant Presbyterian in Holland and got together with uh, Ken, the pastor there, and Andrew at uh, Christ Church and Great Lakes Presbytery and decided to start moving that ball and, and uh, things have gone really well. So we uh, started worship services in September and still going strong, even, even in the light of the pandemic. Yeah, awesome. Ben? All right. And so, yeah, my name is Ben Seneker. My wife, Janae, and I uh, have two girls, uh, Abby and Madeline. They're, they're nine and 11 years old. And we moved uh, up to Michigan on uh, New Year's Eve of this past year uh, from North Carolina and uh, have taken the call as church planter of Grace Hill in uh, downtown Grand Rapids. Yeah. That's awesome. I We bet you didn't know that on May 8th, the day that we're recording this podcast, there was going to be snow uh, <laughs> like there was on New Year's Eve. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, the, the, the cold um, has been a surprise, but we really do. We, we like it. We like it. And, and the fact that I'm not having to run my AC um, 
quite as much as I did down in North Carolina. I, I appreciate that. Yeah. I, you're safe. You will not have to run your AC. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for a few more much. months. <laughs> yeah. For, well, let's hope not, not quite that bad. Right. Um, I, you know, one of the things that you just think about with church planting is gathering, uh, the importance of gathering, the importance of gr- drawing closer socially uh, is a big part of, of church planting. And these are the things that we're being discouraged from, social distance, no gathering. How have you guys met that challenge? What's that been like for you guys, Dan? Um, you know, we were, we were a, and I guess still are, a scratch plant, uh, meaning we didn't come with a huge number of people. So we had to gather people from our neighborhood. Uh, we have a few people from Covenant that have joined us. We have a family from Christ Church that's joined us. Uh, and so our, when we started bringing people in, most of them came from our neighborhood initially, uh, very near us. And so just by invitation to a Bible study started that process. And then after we got a core group uh, of about 25 people, we started asking them to invite people that they knew. And our target audience uh, was or is still uh, de-churched and unchurched people. Uh, and of course, Christians that need a church. So I think that was our, that was our call to the, everybody and really encouraged our group to go out and try to find those folks. And that's how we started doing that uh, since the pandemic, trying to keep everybody kind of moving in that same direction. Um, you know, we've, we've tried to implement things like small groups on Zoom and, and, uh, and that's gone okay. I, we, we haven't had a great response as much as I'd like, but they are brand new for a lot of people. So hopefully we can keep doing that. But as far as gathering the people for a church plan, it really did start off with just our immediate contacts in the neighborhood and then encouraging those people that gathered with us to go out and find folks that they know and try to do it that way. And, and thus far, it's been great. So we when we were worshiping in a, in a facility, we were about 50 to 70 people on a Sunday, uh, sometimes lower, uh, and, but, but usually right around the 50, 55 mark. And so, yeah, God's been good to us in that. And you've adjusted a little bit with the pandemic. Uh, you've sent out some flyers just trying to, uh, the moment, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, I think that um, when it started, uh, you know, I, I sat down and just was, uh, discussing this with my wife and and our elders and just said, I really see this as an opportunity for us to reach people that may be thinking about church when they may not always think about church in light of the pandemic and the end of life and just the tragedies and the difficulties in life and job loss and economic problems and all of those things. So we started mailing uh, invites for people to join us online and check out our service. So we do a full worship service online on Sunday morning. So we were able to do everything, including music with congregational singing leading us. And so it's a full, it's a full service. So that's what we were inviting people to. So we, I think thus far we've sent out around 10,000 of those flyers inviting, hoping that we'll, hoping that when we start gathering that uh, we're pretty conservative in our number, but hoping that about three families would join us when we start back up again. That's great. You know, so for Ben, for you, it's, it's probably a bit different, right? Having moved here just this year mm-hmm. at the turn of the year, you, know, you had a whole different set of learning that you were already doing at the beginning of the year. And then there was another shift. So talk about some of the ways that you're, you were working on gathering some of the things that you were working on at Grace Hill and maybe what that shift has been like for you. Right. Yeah. So um, getting up here, I was needing to learn 
um, what church is like in West Michigan, you know, what, what's, what's the culture like here coming from the South. It, it is, it is different. And so I didn't want to just um, assume uh, too much or presume or impose or any, anything like that. So I really was trying to do a lot of cultural um, studies uh, of what church is like, but there was a core group there was, you know, about 18 or so um, family or family units and so I was also just trying to, to, to um, get to know them, have them get to know me. And so for those first two months, it really was uh, just getting to know one another. And um, I was excited because I felt like we were, we were turning a corner, uh, really starting to now get a better idea about who we are as a church and who are we trying to reach and, you know, where are we in the city and then begin to move out. And, and then all this happened. And so it really did, um, uh, I don't know, put a, put a hold on a lot, of, a lot of that and just forced me and everyone else, right, to have to rethink, okay, how do, how do we do church? How do I shepherd the people? Um, and so just coming, you know, switching everything to now being online is, is, uh, has, has been a challenge. But, but I've been pleased, honestly, by, by the turnout and by the results. Or not no, results, but just like just people being, you know, taking part. I guess. No, yeah, we get what you're saying. Yeah, I, I, you know, one of some of the things you were mentioning earlier, even offline before we started recording, was you know, could you mention what some of those things were, like some of the ways you've shifted the things you're doing online now? Right. Uh, well, I was, I was finding out that sending carrier pigeons out to everyone wasn't really working, <laughs> um, and so I had to say, they're okay, let winter. me use it. <laughs> Not the winner. Um, and so, uh, yeah, doing, doing like a Facebook live stream, but I don't know, that, that didn't really uh, pan out at first how we were wanting it. So then we did started like the pre-recording and people would send me snippets and I'd put it all together and then just post it on Vimeo. But now we're actually moving back to live stream. Anyway, I, just finding out how to do uh, the video editing uh, has, has, I don't know, I, I feel like we're doing okay with that. But I've had to get creative. And so I created a, like this Facebook community care page on our Facebook group. And so it is, I wanted it to be sort of like this uh, launching pad gathering place online for people to just to, to post pictures, uh, videos, um, random things, uh, recipes, uh, just whatever. So it could be, in a bit, be a bit of encouragement. But then I've also, and I stole this idea from Kevin uh, Martin of reading The Hobbit. And so I've, I've invited the whole church to onto Zoom and every night at six o'clock, I would just read uh, portions of The Hobbit. And we finished that this past week and it was, uh, it was a, a really sweet time. Because I mean, amazing book on its, on its own, but it's also this whole story of an adventure and going into the unknown and like, I don't know, it just kind of fits. So that's been kind of fun. and. Um, and then just creating uh, like a, a time of fellowship and prayer on Zoom. So following our services, we all head over to Zoom and have dinner, right? All in our homes and all this stuff. But it's just a time to catch up, pray with one another. So I think to sum up really what I've been after uh, these past couple of months is really trying to um, keep momentum going within the group keep as much cohesion as i can get my face in front of them um you know as much as i can without being creepy but just like just kind of gathering and then when we come out of this we'll have hopefully a pretty solid idea of who we are and, and you know what what we're what our next step, steps are moving out from this yeah 
Yeah, I, th I think it's kind of interesting. And that stuff is, is awesome. Thank you for sharing that. I think it is sort of interesting. And I've likened it a, a little bit to, I feel like as a, as a church, as a whole, you know, whether we're Christ Church, established, been around for a while, or Grace Hill, or Faith Presbyterian, um, we're, we're having to operate with different sets of muscles. You know, we get used to doing things in a particular way and now all of a sudden that way is taken away and so we're having to use a different set of muscles but i'm not so sure that we are going to be i had a friend who broke his right hand uh during basketball season and so he couldn't play and so he had to that whole season he worked with his left and as a result his his left hand was really good and and that was an advantage for him later on and i wonder if we're not going to gain some advantage when we come out of this just because we've used some of these different sets of muscles and that may even be true i know for me as a pastor maybe for you dan what is there anything that you've learned about yourself as you've gone through this maybe you expected to to lead and plant in one way and now all of a sudden we've zagged a little bit what have you learned about yourself during this uh, I think I just need a greater, my, my faith needs to be strengthened in our Lord, that this is his church and I am, I am just shepherding a very small portion of it. And that, um, you know, my temperament tends to be want to kind of grab the reins and, and get after it. And, and I think this is just one of those things where you couldn't do that. Like, I mean, we could send out flyers and we could do stuff like that, but there's so much going on that, you know, I don't have control over or, yeah. and which was good. And, you know, which was good that I couldn't get my hands in the pie too much. And so I think it really, um, it also in, encouraged me kind of the every kind of uh, every saint kind of ministry kind of thing where getting people actively involved and really putting the, putting the onus kind of on them to say, this is, I want you to, I want you to identify a ministry and, and really be thinking about that. So it's just kind of, it's making kind of that every member ministry kind of come more alive. Um, it's not as much every member as I'd like, but at the same time, it's been, uh, it's been good to, it's been good to uh, really encourage our folks that direction and, and um, kind of be more part of the team while I'm still the pastor, but kind of be more part of the team and encouraging our group in that direction. What about for you, Ben? Well, yeah, I really resonate with that, that idea or the, just the reminder that this is not, this is not my church, right? This is, this is, I am an under shepherd. Um, this is his church and he can, um, he, he's going to do with it as he, what, what he will. Um, in terms of learning, I, I, about myself, I, I already knew I had this tendency of, of needing validation from other people. Um, I felt like it was a little bit heightened moving here and just feeling like I needed to prove to everyone and my supporters and, and you guys and in the, in the core group that, um, that, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm up for this. And then now even especially with the, the pandemic and stay at home orders and this and that, that I'm, I'm capable to rise to the occasion, but really what that is, is just idolatry. And that's putting a lot, that's way too much on my own shoulders. And so just recognizing, um, that, you know, my, my ultimate security and significance is in him and, and Jesus and not in, 
um, making sure that I have enough Zoom calls or have, you know, such and such streaming at this time and, you know, just bringing a lot of that stuff to the surface. So I think, I think it's just been a really good, um, just refresher reminder of, of um, my allegiances that, that it's chiefly to Jesus and not my, my ability to plant a church. I think that those are both really great insights in the sense that, you know, if, if that's what's being revealed to you guys through all of this, it's only natural that it's going to flow into the people that you're ministering to, into the people that you are preaching to, that you're leading through small groups, uh, through Zoom, all those different mm-hmm. ways. And, and that's what we want, right? We want to lead those people to Christ. So I think that that's a really healthy revelation in some sense that you guys are having during this pandemic. You know, what are some of the bright spots? Like what are some of the maybe stories or conversations that you had, ways that you've seen people really kind of come together uh, to really make these movements uh, happen? You know, ben, we're going to start with you. Well, um, a bright spot for my family and I, we, we've started doing these things called bread drops and we just, it's a way to support a local bakery just a couple blocks down. So we go and we just buy bread from them and then we just go um, down the, through the congregation and just going to visit the people in the, in the, in the core group. We, we like place the bread on their doorstep, knock the door, knock on the door, ring the doorbell, take appropriate steps back and then um and and talk to them and see them and pray pray with them and um it's just been such a a a a bright spot in in our our past few weeks of just being able to see people face to face and pray with them face to face um but uh, but separately other than that just when we do meet on zoom it, it is still being um well attended and, and people are asking about each other so like if there's someone in a monday night small group they they haven't seen the person in the wednesday night and they're asking about them and so that's what brought to mind this sunday evening thing let's just invite everyone and just spend the time talking with one another and catching up and so i think overall it's created I think there's a value in this. There's a value in being separate for now because it is creating this deep yearning and this deep desire to, for fellowship and being and coming back together. And just because we don't like it doesn't mean that it's bad, right? It's, it's not really the vision of the church, obviously, but there's still value in it of, of just creating this deep desire to, to come back together and, and fellowship with, with, with each other in person. Um, which I mean, that it's sweetened that that's sweetened for me, just the, the, the idea of coming together as a body. Definitely. Yeah, for sure. Any bright spots for you, Dan? Yeah, I think that uh, similar to what Ben just mentioned for us, I mean, our, our group is really uh, interested in starting again. And we're actually talking about the 17th as a start date for us. Um, and so we've already set up our room in, process for that because our space allows us because of the size of the church and all of those things. So we're, but I, but I think in, in the process of going through it, just hearing people's passion to be with one another in the church, yeah, I think has been super encouraging. I mean, it's just, it's, it's great to hear that uh, we have such a great group of people that want to be. And it also has revealed that um, there are some people that really need to be thinking about that more deeply 
because I'm, I'm wondering if this has been more of a vacation for some. Uh, and so that it's kind of a time off of church and they didn't really mm -hmm. have, they don't really have to engage a lot. And so because we do have a large number of de-churched and unchurched people, uh, it, it was not great timing, of course, not for anybody, but for, for COVID to hit because, you know, they were getting in somewhat of a rhythm. Our, our attendance was pretty steady. And so when that stopped, my hope is that the Lord, of course, would, would continue to move within the hearts of those people that they, we don't see an attendance drop because they kind of got back into that rhythm of not being engaging with the church. So it's kind of been a polar opposites almost. Some, one side, super passionate and excited about being together on Zoom or whatever and being especially back together physically. And then there's another side that has been difficult to get them attending the various things we've been doing which has been a little bit uh, just kind of saddening because I, because I know they need it and, and they're not engaging like probably they should. So um, yeah, so it's kind of a, it, it, it was super encouraging on one end and then also encouraging in the sense that we can keep encouraging those folks to, to get involved with what we're trying to do. Yeah. Well, we're glad that you took a few minutes to join us. Uh, these are good brothers. I am so glad that you are here in West Michigan and, uh, carrying on the work of the gospel in the Grand Rapids area. Um, for those of you who are listening, there'll be information in the show notes about both of these churches. If you want to check them out, if you maybe are just getting uh, introduced to them or you have questions about them, you can find more information there. thought maybe we'd just close with a word of prayer and asking the Lord to bless you in particular and just the work of the gospel. Father, we are so grateful that you go before us uh, that you are never out of control, that you always know exactly what your plan is, and that you are working your most wise, holy, and wonderful will in, in order to bring about that plan. Lord, we pray that you would continue to help us all, uh, whether it's Andrew Addison, Ben, or Dan, to, to surrender our lives and to lean into uh, the goodness of your gospel. I thank you especially for these two brothers who are uh, already involved in a very challenging enterprise to, to plant a church, uh, but then to do it in these conditions, realizing that they're working with muscles maybe that uh, are underdeveloped or uh, less developed or less easy. Lord, I, I thank you for the spirit that you've given them, and I ask that you would continue to bless their efforts. Father, uh, for all of us, we, we pray for our communities. Lord, we know that in the midst of uh, this time of, of sickness and, and fear, worry, all of these things, the most important thing that any of us need is, uh, is a connection with Jesus and, and to know the life-giving truth that he has given his life for ours and that we can rest secure in him. So we pray that you would cause that message to go forward. We pray this all in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks, guys. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you again for joining us. Blessings to you all. Have a good day. Thanks for listening. We're glad you checked us out. If you want more from Christchurch, you can find us at our website. It's ChristchurchGR.org. That's ChristchurchGR.org. While you're there, check out the Staying Connected During COVID-19 page for more resources, our home worship guide, the latest podcast, and other ways to stay connected. 
You can find this podcast on many of your regular podcasting apps, or that is through Apple iTunes or the Google Play Store. If you enjoyed this content, please consider giving us a rating and a review. Also, sharing this episode with a friend or family member is a great way to keep them connected. We're so glad you checked in. We'll see you next time.